All right, how we doing on this Friday night? TGIF Friday. So, we are at the end of the week. This has been a long and stressful week. As you guys know, I am your host, Benjamin, of special needs with special circumstances. How did everybody do yesterday with National Cerebral Palsy Day? I hope you wear your green. It's not over yet. Wear it all March long. I want to thank everybody who has supported me through this beautiful podcast project. Um, It's been absolutely amazing. I do this five days a week to bring light and awareness to the disabled community. And I will continue to do it. Um, It's crazy to think that next week will be the fifth week of doing this podcast special needs with special circumstances and as always you can always find this podcast on anchor spotify bricker public radio google Podcasts, pocket cast um it's always available on those platforms and just a shout out to the person who gave me a ride home tonight um he uh is amazing and he you know told me Uh, an amazing story so I learned a lot about this person and I just want to thank him for doing that because it was absolutely um, it made it easier on me Um, you know anytime I can get a break from paratransit uh, that's always a win for me so definitely thank you um, for what you did there And also, uh, thanks for, uh, you know, supporting me and listening to my podcast five days a week. Also, once again, shout out to um, Daisy uh, for keeping up with my podcast and everybody who keeps up with it. Um, Again, let's just jump right into it. Once again, like I said last night. Um, I will not stop speaking for uh, special needs, no matter if they have a physical, mental, emotional uh, disability, because our group definitely doesn't get near the um, the light that it needs, and we definitely get forgot about all the time, um, even if people don't think so. And as I said last night, it's not about oh, I don't know what you want me to do or say because we just want people to listen and be aware and know what's going on. And that's why I do this podcast um, five days a week. If you guys aren't familiar, um, again, I have cerebral palsy. And just so that you guys know, again, it is a neurological uh, movement uh, of the muscles um, and it affects a lot of different uh, areas Um, cerebral palsy can affect speech vision in this case it affects the muscles in my legs Um, so of course I have to walk with a reversible K walker with a seat uh, which is a specialized walker and I've been using that um, my whole life. Uh, I was born with cerebral palsy growing up. 
my mom fell on the ice. Uh, we were in Denver, Colorado. My dad was calling her to see something, and they were fighting, and she slipped on the ice, and her water bag busted. So when I came out, I came out uh, premature, and there was some bleeding on my brain, and doctors had to uh, stop the bleeding, or I could have uh, bled all the way out and basically became a vegetable. Um, I had to have hip surgery when I was 15 on my uh, my right hip. So I have rods, screws, and a metal plate in there. So, um, yeah, that was when I was 15. That's been the only surgery that I've had. The other one is fine. So sometimes when the weather kicks up, like when it gets cold, you know, sometimes I have aches here and there, but, you know, it's really nothing bad to the point where I'm like, oh, I have to take you know, pain medication or anything like that. Um, so just a little background story on myself. If, if people don't know, um, I grew up in a family that was uh, abusive physically, mentally, and emotionally. So I know what that's like. I know what it's like to be unloved. I know what it's like to not be wanted. I know what it's like to feel like you're a burden. I know what it's like to feel... Uh, like you're in a small pond and you're alone by yourself. I know what it's like to push people away because you want them to know that you want to feel important. And, you know, they're like, oh, I don't care. But in reality, they should. Um, because when somebody, of course, says that to a special needs individual, it uh, hurts them deeply. Um, I've had my share of people where I've you know, uh, push them away, uh, because it's like, a lot of people, if they've never been around special needs individuals, they're not going to know how to approach them, um, you know, and, and it's just like, like I was saying last night, it's not about, you know, what do you want us to do, I don't know what you expect from me, it's not about that, you have to be able to listen, and a lot of people, don't have those listening skills and and one thing that you will notice um, if there's a situation or if there's a problem or if someone's talking to this beautiful individual he's listening because I'm going to need that when I become a social worker when I'm dealing with parents and I'm talking to my uh, kids of the parents and my colleagues, you're going to have to be able to have that strong listening point. So, you know, for me, it's like taking that five or ten minutes, uh, somebody taking it out of their day, like, um, you know, Daisy, you know, her just coming in the office and saying, hey, or taking the time to come say hello. You know, that's a big deal. Even the person that gave me a ride home tonight, you know, you know, he's coming to say hello or, you know, going out of his way to uh, give me a ride home, um, which makes it a lot easier on me because if you guys don't know, I have to take paratransit seven days a week. So, yeah, sometimes it is frustrating and who, you know, I don't really want to wait around an hour and 10 minutes uh, if I don't have to. Um, tomorrow night, I have to... Um, I think it's at 8.40, and so 
you know, the struggle is always real. It's obviously day 65. For those who um, don't remember, I've been doing this since January 17th. So definitely um, there's a lot that goes into this mentally, physically, and emotionally. Um, I don't, I'm not the person that has, you know, paid vacation or paid leave, you know, so if I don't go to work, I basically don't get paid. So I can't be like, oh, I want to take a day off because, you know, one day it may not make a difference, but, you know, to me being in COVID-19 and the way that special needs have been affected by COVID-19, um, I need all of my income that I can get, um, I do receive social security, which is, uh, not nearly enough. That's why I work, uh, two jobs. Um, I'm very independent. I don't, you know, wait on people hand and foot. If I want something, I'm going to work for it. Um, like I said last night, I have very expensive taste for a reason because I like working very hard for the things that I have and for the things that I want. And I appreciate um, everything that I've been given and uh, or have have worked for. So also, too, if you guys don't know, too, I'm going to be starting up school again soon so I can finish my general ed classes um, so I continue to fulfill that quest of becoming a social worker. Um, it's going to take about seven years to do it, but I'm going to do it because I have the passion for it. I have the desire. I have the determination. Um, you know, a lot of people have been like, oh, that job is, you know, it's hard. It's a lot of work. It's very uh, dark, strenuous, which I know what it's like, you know, going into a field like that. Um, you know, you should already know kind of what to expect, um, knowing that if you've been in those types of situations before, you basically, um, know firsthand what is going to be expected of you and what kind of, uh, job that you're going to be doing and what it entails. So, um, I've made this decision ever since I was 17, so I'm going to stick by it. Um, you know, nothing is going to change my mind. Um, you know, a lot of people said, oh, that career doesn't make a lot of money. I'm not doing it for the money. Um, and just to let everybody know that you start off at 32000 a year when you are a social worker, um, you can, as you go up the ladder, um, you can get um, more hours and better pay as you go up the ladder. Um, and that's what I plan on doing something like that later on in life. Because I'm going to be 34 this year in December, you know, I kind of got to see uh, what the rest of my life is going to be like and how that's going to um, play a role. And, you know, as we go through this school thing, because let me remind you, I do work two jobs and I got to see how that's all going to play out and uh just thanks to the person that helped me uh, fill out my financial aid paperwork and stuff like that. So I'm doing this because I, you know, I like to help people. I, I want it to be a better 
uh, mental health system in Las Vegas. I mean, if I can do a little bit to help our our kids and our mental health system, then why not? Because uh, we have a, a real bad mental health system and there's not a lot of dedicated people. And you have to be really um, dedicated when you go into something like this. So um, I'm definitely the person to, uh, to do this job. And I wouldn't have it any other way. So, I mean, I was in group homes. Uh, my first group home when I was 21. Then was in two more... Uh, Two more companies after that I've been in intensive supportive living which is uh, a TSLA which is a, a supported living arrangement and an ISLA which is intense supported living arrangement so I know what that's like for the special needs individuals that's coping with COVID-19 right now I did mention um, you know all the Individuals with special needs, mental, physical, emotional, uh, intellectual individuals dealing with uh, disabilities right now and dealing with COVID-19 and having to struggle not being able to get out. They're in a group home or a host home or a family home and they're not able to go to work. And that's hard in itself. And, you know, my only interaction is when I get to go to work, so the the five or ten minutes that people come and they interact with me or they come and say hi, it really makes a big difference uh, for someone like me who has a physical disability, who works two jobs, because I do live by, my, by myself, so I don't, I haven't really gone out much during this COVID thing, um, like a lot of other people get to do because they have their own vehicle so they can get from point A to point B to point C a little bit easier than I can and um, it's definitely difficult in that aspect but I always want you guys to realize um, that the struggle is always real whether you want it to be or not Uh, I don't joke about that because it's really real Um, no matter if I'm having a sad day no matter if I'm having kind of a, a droopy day or um, like a not so good day Um, because there's a lot of things that are frustrated in in my life Uh, just with having cerebral palsy and being able to cope with it. Um, I mean, I have accepted it, but, you know, that doesn't mean that it's like, oh, yeah, I just love having cerebral palsy and all of that stuff because it definitely has its days um, and you know it, it can be frustrating at times especially when you're on somebody else's schedule and you have to wake up as early as I do sometimes um, so tonight was a nice break to be able to get that break and you know um, not have to deal with them and also too it saves me a bus uh, ticket um, cause sometimes I have to pay $80 for the 46 ride pass, which 46 rides is not a lot. Um, I pay anywhere from 120 to $160 a month for RTC paratransit, uh, with the 80 
dollar a month pass, I um, only get 46 rides, which is not a lot. And it's just uh, one of those things where it's very tough um, because when those 46 rides run out, uh, then I have to get like the $10 coupon or the, excuse me, not the $10 coupons, um, the $30 coupon book. And then those uh, have 10 rides. So definitely uh, it's one of those things where, um, where you just really have to think about that stuff and, uh, you know, just be grateful about the stuff that, you know, that you guys have and just know that it's hard. The struggle is definitely real. Definitely, I can never say that enough, and the whole point to do this uh, podcast is to um, to make sure that, you know, you guys know what it's like for special needs to go through what they go through every day. So... Definitely, um, it's one of those things where, you know, I always say you're one car accident away from being like us, so definitely, um, don't want to take life for granted, because, you know, special needs don't ask to have what they have, we definitely don't, and, uh, if I could uh, reverse having it, I would. So um, that's just one of those things. But um, yeah, I wanted to do this just to finish out the week strong. And for everybody who knows me, I'm a fighter. I will continue to fight for this beautiful group. Uh, I will continue to spread the word and spread uh, the love and generosity about this beautiful group because with that, you know, we need to know that, you know, we are loved and we are appreciated and we belong here in society, Uh, you know, because a lot of people out there believe we don't and I'm gonna be the one to change that stigma um like I said you know come say hi to us don't be afraid to be our friend don't be afraid to talk to us we don't bite we just want to love you like you love us we just want to nurture you like you nurture us we just want to make you laugh like you make us laugh we want to make you cry like you make us cry and I mean in a good way, obviously, um, but, I mean, because everything that I say, it comes from the heart, and, um, I, I gotta, I gotta say, you know, a lot of people, um, have supported me with this podcast, and honestly, I was, you know, I was kind of, 
you know, scared putting it out there and, you know, putting myself out there because it's like, you know, I'm like, I don't know, but I'm kind of glad I did now because, you know, people are discovering and listening and taking it in and taking notes and realizing that, hey, you know, I learned something that I never knew before and it's new and it's refreshing and, you know, you just never know because for people that haven't been around special needs children and adults, you don't know what you don't know. And we just need to always remember that um, these individuals are are special in their own way. And um, once again, it is still Disability Awareness Month, still Cerebral Palsy Month, still Developmental Disability Month. And also next month is going to be Autism Awareness Month, April 2nd. Uh, May is going to be Traumatic Brain Injury Month, so let's celebrate those beautiful people as as well as uh, MS. And then don't forget epilepsy is this month still uh, for the purple. So celebrate those beautiful people also. And we're just going to keep this gravy train rolling um, and bring it to you different every week because you know a lot of people need to hear this mothers uh who have special needs children and adults uh don't give up same thing with dads um you know if you guys need like a little a huge learning tool would be finding cooper's voice Uh, a mother named kate has a son that's 10 years old named cooper he's on the autism spectrum he is uh, nonverbal, but he has made a traumatic, uh, tremendous amount of improvement. Uh, she is on Facebook. She is on Instagram. Um, the first time I met her was on a Good Morning America interview. I saw it. I, she came across my feed one day, and ever since that interview, I was like, this lady is just golden, and I back her 110 percent uh she has shirts out right now uh for finding cooper's voice the name of her website is bonfire it's linked with her to her facebook or her instagram so either one of those you can find her and then you can subscribe to her only for 4.99 so you get all the latest and greatest updates and stuff like that so definitely um next week uh, we're going to have some great guests on the show for you guys. It's going to be week five. So uh, hopefully to interview Erica on Wednesday. And then I'm going to get Ross on the show. And he's going to talk about the company that he used to own uh, up in Washington. He has a special needs sister who is nonverbal. And she is also autistic, so um, can't wait to hear uh, for you guys to hear both of their stories and how um, how they um, cope with that, um, how Erica copes with using a cane, and how Ross and his family cope with um, his 
older sister uh, being autistic and nonverbal. So once again, I hope you guys have enjoyed all these podcasts during the last couple of days. They're only going to get greater and greater and I'm only going to get louder and louder and I'm going to only keep spreading the word more and more and this podcast is going to keep getting bigger and bigger. So keep sharing it. If you guys access it on Spotify, please go press the follow button and so that other people will be able to view this podcast, Special Needs with Special Circumstances. As always, this has been your beautiful host, Benjamin, with Special Needs with Special Circumstances. And you guys have a great night. I will see you guys next week on Monday for week five, episode one. And we got some exciting stuff in store for you guys. Please tune in and take five or ten minutes to make sure you listen. I don't want to hear any excuses that you couldn't listen or you didn't have time. um, Because it only takes five to ten minutes to do it. And I guarantee you one of these individuals will change your life forever. Because you'll learn something you never thought that you would learn. So always remember that. And also, there are 61 billion individuals, children and adults in the U.S. with a physical, mental, emotional, intellectual disability. And 46% live in a group home with a physical, mental, emotional, intellectual disability or a host home or a family home. So please do not forget, we are not out of the woods with this COVID-19 thing. And as much as it saddens me, not enough people have talked about um, how this has affected special needs. It's affected us a great deal, and it's still affecting us, and it's going to be affecting us for a long time, even when, you know, because it's never going to be gone. It's never, COVID is never going to be completely gone. So, and it's did a lot of damage, uh, especially when it comes to our group. Um, so always keep that in mind. Always know that the struggle is real. It is day 66 for this beautiful person tomorrow. So when you see him, just encourage him, just love him. Just, you know, tell him it's gonna, it's gonna be okay. And, you know, just come say hi to him. Take five or 10 minutes to come say hello. Um, it's not that hard, uh, because we want to feel like we're important and that we matter each and every day. So, um, with that being said, thank you for everybody that has tuned in this week. Uh, make sure you get uh, this last podcast in, um, and I'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.